0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join me on a sunny but empty day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill and today as always we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First we're joined by Sarah Ridley, principal of Babel School of Dance in Twickenham. Sarah, hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Thank you for coming on the program today. Uh, Now, uh, normally we charge headlong into the subject of leadership, but considering the odd circumstances we all find ourselves under at the moment, I must ask, how has COVID-19 affected your operations?
1: Um, Well, hugely, actually, running a children's dancing school. Um, You know, we meet in studios. um, We have um, lots of contact with the children and the parents. So we've moved online. Um, and it's just encouraging the children to carry on with their lessons and take part and see their friends and get some sort of normality, really.
0: And how is the the teaching online working? Has it been an easy adjustment or is there some difficulties there?
1: There were some issues in the beginning, um, working the technology, for one, for both the teachers and the, the parents. Um, but once we got it up and running, it, it it goes quite smoothly now. Sometimes there's a problem with sound, with the music. The music's too loud and then the teacher's voices are too soft. But generally, we're getting there now. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Um, do you see this as an option for future classes once this is over? Uh, once you do return to the studio, uh, do you believe that you may still offer some online courses, maybe for children who live nowhere near the studio?
1: That is a possibility. Um, my cousin's daughter; they live in Australia, and she joins our ballet class once a week and gets up at two o'clock in the morning to do it. But oh, I gosh. guess if it, <laughs> yeah, but I guess if it could be at a more suitable time for her, then maybe it's not very likely. Not unless people ask us for it. Mm. We do also run a GCSE dance, and that works quite well online because that's like a, a school lesson um, on the theory side. But I don't think long term it would work for us. No.
0: Well, it's a very practical uh, uh, subject matter you're engaged in. I'd imagine there's a lot of positioning changing that you'd have to do uh, that you just can't reach out and do through the screen. Um, Yeah. We might as well move on to the subject of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Oh, um, I think somebody who can just, help colleagues um, move together uh, and hopefully in a positive direction. But it's definitely working together.
0: And how do you achieve this uh, at the school?
1: Um, We have regular conversations. Um, We all work from the same ethos. We believe in the same things. Uh, it, It tends to come quite naturally to us, which I'm very fortunate for. Um, and yeah, we just work closely together and have the same aims.
0: Now uh, let's uh, there's this other part of leadership, especially within a business setting, uh, that usually is quite difficult for people, and that is uh, personnel management. When it comes to when there are conflict between people, uh, it's it's never pleasant. But how do you uh, diffuse that?
1: The the main conflict we ever have which fortunately isn't very often is more with um, the parents of the children who might clash with a member of staff um, I know my staff really well and I will stand by them, I always listen but um, and ultimately really with us, the parents have a choice they don't, they don't have to remain with us and if I can't defuse the situation then sadly we would have to part our ways but as I say it's more with parents um, and not with staff.
0: Mm. And is this something that happens quite regularly?
1: No. No, no we're very fortunate, really. Um, we we run a very happy dance school, generally. Things flare up, um, but we, we can generally diffuse them quite quickly. But no, serious issues, rarely, rarely
0: let's go back to the very beginning of your career when you first started out your working life. Did you have any particular role models who shaped you as you are today?
1: My own dance teacher, Joan Crouch, yes. Um, I took a lot from her Um, and another teacher, Catherine Peabody. She really inspired me and and pushed me forward. Um, And, yeah, just other teachers, really.
0: And how have you put their lessons into practice in your career?
1: Um, I just I followed their examples really. Mm-hmm. Uh, my original dance teacher she um, she taught me discipline and um, good manners in class, um, things like that. Um, but then Catherine Peabody, when she came on, came along. She just inspired and brought out the passion for dance within me.
0: Do you believe that you require two different types of leadership, one for your staff and one for your students?
1: I'm sorry, could you say that again?
0: Do you believe you require two different types of leadership, one for your staff and one for your students?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How does it differ when
0: dealing with uh, the students?
1: Um, With the students, it's... it's It's getting a good rapport with them, um, ensuring their respect, um, and just really supporting them and helping them. Sometimes we're not just a dance teacher. You know, they'll bring all sorts of things into the dance studio, worries and concerns, particularly these days with all the mental health issues. So, you know, we see our role as more than just a dance teacher now.
0: Now, of course, it's important to have that sort of support. Um, Do you also provide any mentorship uh, opportunities for children who would like to go on to become dance teachers?
1: Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, we encourage our students as much as we can in the directions that they want to go in. Um, You know, we'll talk about colleges with them and all the different options that are ahead of them, Uh, not just performing, but teaching as well.
0: Hmm.
1: So, yeah, we, we try and help them as much as we can.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is starting to draw to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store uh, for Babel School of Dance?
1: Well, hopefully. Um, we, we were planning to take a group of children to Disneyland Paris to perform in April. And sadly, that had to be um, postponed because of the, uh, the COVID It is rescheduled for October. We don't know whether or not we'll be able to go, but we're hoping so. And we have various other opportunities for performing. And we actually plan a show for next March. So there's a lot of exciting things ahead for Babel. um, And we will just push on. And when we can go back to class, we will go back and start all over again.
0: Well, Sarah, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the program today, and I do hope that we can have you back on the show when things get back to some semblance of normalcy out there. Uh, Sarah, thank you.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: That was Sarah Ridley, Principal of Babel School of Dance. Now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
3: Oh, there, there are one or two people who are very familiar um, uh, who do Google me. Realise that I did uh, score nothing for Essex, uh, for, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool, a place called uh, uh, Egbert in in, uh, in Liverpool, many, many years ago, 1962, I think that was. So I didn't. And... Um, yes, I, I didn't really feel it. At the time it was, lucky <laughs> to be playing, I guess, had one or two injuries. Um, was played under mm. him and has been very successful as a player and, and the manager over many, many, many years. He, and he's come across many coaches, of course, and managers during his time over 50 years, I guess. He would still say that Ron Greenwood is the best coach he had worked with. He worked with. So you're very fortunate. I think you, you think you're lucky when you come across if You have a great teacher at school and a great coach, as we had in Ron Greenwood. And of course, a great manager in South Randley. So, to come across people like that, of that caliber, can have a huge influence on your your career, of course, and, and then your life. And that's that's quite purely the case.
2: Absolutely. And in those early days um, at West Ham, uh, with, with a manager like uh, Ron uh, there, it's also important to have uh, uh, confidence with
3: looked looked upon him more as a senior player, if you like, not as a, a guy with the same age group as me. And I looked at how he, how he uh, trained, how he acted, how he behaved, and how he played. And so he, he would say, I would also say he was a big influence on me. One thing I would say about leadership, uh, what I do, uh, I do understand clearly, all walks of life, leadership is at the top, is absolutely vital for a, a, for a business mm-hmm Quite ruthless about that and his staff. And um, I think that's one, thing I, one of the most serious ones I think I've learnt over a long period of time.
2: And is there, do you think, uh, a, a specific moment? I'm sure there's probably dozens, but is there a specific moment, if you could uh, perhaps pick right now that did show those uh, qualities in uh, South so uh, sharply?
3: Yes, I think for, for me, certainly. Um, which uh, was absolutely... But I can use that now, but it now, because it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe another time then. But we... Um, uh, well, you will I, I can tell you actually... if you want.
3: You've want, you got time. I can tell I do, you if you want.
2: Jeff, go on. Go on. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So I was uh, doing a, a,
3: at a dinner in, in the Channel Islands, three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, uh, guest honour. Mm-hmm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions...
2: What, what a question. What a question.
3: Uh, well, I think that would be in, definitely in the stupid category, wouldn't it? So we had a laugh about it's,
2: that. Uh, well, uh, and we, you've got to have a patient of a saint, I think, sometimes to put up with <laughs> well, things that. No, like I,
3: just, but I, I again, found it amusing. I just found it amusing. In fact, some of the audience found it highly amusing as well, so it did, uh, um, it did but make it again, laugh
2: If you can put, put up with my questions, you can probably put up with uh, anything. <laughs> um, but there th- 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 would have become a point, though, um
3: well I think we were, I was very fortunate and I wouldn't pick any one player out I think looking at so that many yeah so many and that's why we were successful because we had so many um showing all those qualities that you just mentioned uh throughout the team I think that that was outstanding and uh, uh and the an opportunity to, to talk about uh, all of them in, in that breath and there was nobody and I' going back to an earlier earlier question for me that um all